Hey, it's Kim and Jen, and you're listening to Inebriated Input. In a sec, you'll hear our regularly scheduled episode with all of our amazing advice and drunken hijinks. But first, we wanted to share another cool podcast with you. Hey everyone, I am Chris. And I'm Christine, and we do a podcast about life, love, and hot topics. We're family friendly. Yeah, well, mostly. And you can catch us every week. So subscribe to the Chris and Christine show on your favorite streaming service. And buckle up, Buttercup, because you're in for some fun. Some fun? Oh, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Before we begin, remember, we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. Hey. Hi, how's it going? It is going. Yay. Yeah, good times. How you doing? Ah, I'm good. I'm tired. I have had like one of those. I've been like so productive today. So wow. productive. And, um, but I'm like, I feel like it's one of those, you know, like those manic pro- productive days where you just like go nonstop and then you're like going to crash. So like I woke up at nine o'clock. I was out of bed by 930. I get down, Jocko. Um, I painted the ceiling in the kitchen with a second uh, coat. Chase did the first coat last night. I did the second one. I put up the whole backsplash. I then went and ran a ton of errands and did a ton of stuff. And, um, sorry, Jocko just tried to jump up on my desk. (laughs) I had to, like, grab him and pull him back. Uh, And so I, like, just did so much. And then I was like, I'm going to read for a moment before we start recording. And then I, like, took a half an hour nap. (laughs) oh good (laughs) i didn't eat until 2 30 in the afternoon like that's how like Uh, productive and focused i was all day was i didn't eat for the like and i'm not a i'm okay with not eating person (laughs) yeah i just like kept going and (laughs) how are you i am okay i had a very unproductive day today okay i watched television i made breakfast good Nice. I made a, what I make? Oh, yeah, French toast. Yum. And then I took a nap and then took the dog for a walk. Yeah, nothing. I've done nothing today, basically. All right. Sounds nothing good. Whatsoever. That's usually what I like my Saturdays to look like. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing. Uh, is anything interesting going on? Gosh. Oh, tell me about your play you're writing. I started it last night after I drank a bottle of wine. Um, (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, No, it's based on the show Encore, which is what gave me an idea, which was probably why I won't be able to write it because, well, I can write it, but I won't be able to show it because it's going to be way too closely based on Encore. There was just so many great characters. I just, I, uh, okay, for our readers, Encore is a show on Disney Plus that um, goes to, uh, that brings together old high school musicals and have them perform them again. So it's like a I reunion. I cannot wait to watch this. 
I can't High wait. School Musical. Yeah, right? So it's so we got like mid 20s, mid 30s, mid 40s. So it's different age groups. Uh, they go back to the 80s on one and and it's it's just so entertaining. I just I I kind of want to write that script of what it would look like for like a two-hour play instead of a like an hour show and yes. have the characters develop more and maybe have a love seen? interest. Oh, yes, you have seen. Mm. I was going to ask you if you've seen the play that goes wrong, and I don't think you've seen the play that goes wrong or that went wrong, but you have seen, because you recommended it to me, the show that went wrong. Yes. Which yeah. is by the same people that do the play that went wrong, and it's basically like the same thing. It's just so great. Yeah. Oh, so hilarious. Yeah. No, so, like, it was just so many good characters on there. I recognized everybody. Of course. I, I, rec- I went to high school with everybody in that yes. show and each of the episodes. <laughs> and, and How like, much of it did this. you watch? I watched three episodes. <laughs> I was in it. I was in it. They did, uh, let's see, they did Grease. Nice. And then they did uh, Annie. Yep. And then they did Sound of Music. Nice. So For those some reason were I thought you said they did oh. Beauty and the Beast. And I was they like, did. They did. So okay. I watched four. Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Yeah. Because that one yeah. hasn't been available for high schools for that long, has no. it? Like maybe mm. 10 years. I think it was early, mid-2000s. Like 2010, like 2005 or something like that. That's longer than I thought. But I guess yeah. I said maybe 10 years and that's yeah. within that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what their thing is. Or what musicals did you do in school? Do you remember? Pirates of Penzance. Oh, yes, I did I have to that. think about it for a second when I was watching the show. Um, Pirates of Penzance and the Pajama Game. Dolls? Oh, the Pajama no, Game. Pa- yes, the Pajama Game is the game we're in, and yes. we're, 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 oh, damn we're it. proud to be in the, pa- in the Pajama the Game. We game. love it. We can hardly wait to wake and get to work. It ain't nothing's quite the same as the Pajama Game. Uh, yes. I'm sure I saw you in that, but I don't remember. Is that the one, uh, the, is Fernando's Hideaway in that one? Yes, yes. Called, is it Fernando's? Hernando? Fernando's, I think. Fernando's, yeah, Fernando's. Uh, it's called Fernando's Hideaway. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. They sampled that in a song in the early 2000s as well. Um, yeah. I know. I, I, that, I, I know a no, place. A, a, very, a dark and dangerous place. A place where no okay. one knows your face. A so, I don't know. I've actually never listened to this. It's just me remembering that from seeing you in it. That song, for some reason. Because <laughs> it's, it's such a good song. Yes, yes. It also has Steam Heat in that one. Oh, is that... Steam Heat's in that? Yeah. That, steam yep. Heat. Oh, we danced to that one a lot in my class. Uh, yeah. Broadway jazz class. Yeah. So, it's got a lot of good songs in it and a lot of really bad songs in it. So. Yes. What songs, did, what musicals did I do in high school? I did Footloose, which I still love. Mm-hmm. I did Footloose my first year because my, when I started, because our high school only did a musical every other year, I think because yep. it was too expensive. And then when I started my freshman year, it was like an on year. And then we did, it was the first, my first four, my four years were the first ones. We did one every year. So, I got to do four of them. Um, so, I did... Shit. I did Footloose. Then we did... Then we did... Oh, we did fucking Leader of the Pack. Which I hate so much. It's awful. It's awful. I don't think I actually saw you in that. Good. You didn't miss anything. It's terrible. I think I skipped it. It's all those bubblegum pop 60s songs. Like, 
Oh, no, I did see that. It's so bad. I did see that. I knew it was bad the whole time, but can I tell you something mortifying that I realized two years ago? Mm -hmm. So it's about Ellie Greenwich, but her name is spelled Greenwich, Uh and we said Greenwich the whole fucking time. And two (laughs) years ago, I was complaining about how bad this show was, and all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute, is it like Greenwich, like Greenwich Village? Is like, because that's, that's how that is spelled. And is that, and yes, it 100%, we were saying it wrong the whole show. The whole show, we said her name wrong. But that show is god awful. There's no point in it. I'm such a mean person because I'm like, you want to know what happens in that show? She grows up, she gets married, she gets divorced, and she has a nervous breakdown. That's half the fucking country. There's no reason to write a musical about it. <laughs> um, and then we did Grease, and mm-hmm. then we did Cinderella. And then, yep. can I tell you I what makes me super man. angry? Mm-hmm. What? Starting my freshman year, I kept telling the drama director how much, how much I loved Copacabana and how we should do Copacabana. And she was like, no, we're not going to do Copacabana. And she did it the fucking year after I graduated. Yeah. She didn't even yeah. wait a couple of years. She did it <laughs> the year after I graduated, after I asked her for years to do it. Well, it's amazing that you got to do Grease. Because we, we asked to do Grease forever, and we weren't allowed to do it. So the funny thing about that is... Um, the vice principal found a script of it. Like someone had requested the script to mm-hmm. read it and he found it and like like in his office when he was cleaning or something from someone in the past or something like, I don't know. And he gave it to the drama director and was like, oh, here, I found this script. So I guess, or like, so you guys can do this one because like we yeah. already had it. And everyone was like, we were never allowed to do that. It was deemed too risque. And he was just like, without thinking, just was like, here you go. And we yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't say anything. Keep it quiet. Don't, yes, don't. Exactly. Ask for forgiveness after you do it. <laughs> yeah. Yup. Well, I, I mean, there was a meth house across the street from the old high school. So I think a smoking scene um, is, is fine. <laughs> there was like, a meth house? Yeah, yeah. Like a, like a meth lab? Like a, like a drug den across the street from the old high school. Like the one that was now the middle school and yeah. the early education yeah. school, right yep. in our downtown of our small yep. little town. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, it was, it was. Uh, they, they, what's the word? They, um, the police went in on it, charged <laughs> it, it, raided it. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> the police raided it. I think in the last year that my brothers were in that school. Okay. So, um, yeah. That's a big story. That's a big How? story. I didn't even know that. <sighs> Sorry, I'm still a little, like drowsy and waking up from my nap. I feel like. I oh yeah, sleep, no. But man. Um. What else? I don't know. I don't know, man. Boy, we're really boring. That's because we, we just talk. talked last week. So yeah, we just talked. Oh, we're gonna have Michelle is all about it. Cool. Michelle Dietering. Our um, art person. Yes. So we've got like and our next two or three guests lined up. We have yeah. two guests on today. Two guests on yeah. today. And then we got the next mm-hmm. two lined up. Uh, yeah. My sister's going to be the next one. Nice. So we have to send her a date and okay. let her know Perfect. how it works. 
Sounds good. And then we're going to have a watercolorist on the next one. She's Great. an artist, fairly famous. At least awesome. in our area. She's really fa fairly famous in Lansing. And, nice. But, yeah. And then, and then we have get three other ideas for guests. So we mm -hmm. almost got six months of guests if we can get them all to come on. Because you were thinking of the twins. Yes. I should ask them. them. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that would be a coup, I feel like. And then I have a friend that um, writes articles for like i think l magazine about uh about accessibility mm. oh that's, so, that'd be good yeah yes yeah, so she's great she's one of the nicest kindest most fun individuals i know and then Except i have me. another uh, yeah. friend <laughs> that is a professional marathon runner yeah who was running who ran in the olympic qualifications and also is like a comedian and has a, a documentary coming out I think soon called The Funny Runner. She did, actually did a whole show called The Funny Runner which I saw which like an on stage show which was really funny. Oh cool. Yeah that'll mm -hmm. be really fun. We got some cool guests coming on. We do. We have uh -huh. really cool friends. Uh -huh. Yeah. I think I need another drink. drink. Yeah. Back. Okay. You got to get off with me Miles Davis. What are you drinking today? I am drinking a Jennifer de Orange. <laughs> it's orange juice and, and whiskey and some okay. soda water. Got it. To kind of take away I'm, some of the sweetness. Yeah. I, yeah, definitely. I am drinking a Malibu and limeade. Mmm. So it is another sugar bomb, but at least it's got the sourness of the lime juice to make it oh, yeah. work better. It's funny because I think we're both drinking the same alcohol that we were drinking last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. I was drinking Malibu last week, too. Yeah. Should we try to answer a question? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. do some questions and uh, get a jump start before our guests come on. Yeah. So I'm 19 years old and I'm a man and my girlfriend who's 18, uh, we've been dating for a year and a half and we still have not kissed. We have had sex and done pretty much everything but kiss. When I was younger, I was sexually abused and kissing makes me very uncomfortable. So I, I'd really rather not do it. But the problem is I know she really wants to, wants to and has brought it up a lot of times until I told her the reason why I don't want to. She said she understands that she was sorry for pushing so hard. I know she really wants to kiss, but I just can't bring myself to do it. I've kissed other girls in the past, but it's them initiating it, and I just reluctantly go along. I told my girlfriend to try and initiate it, but she said now she feels weird doing it. So we are stuck at a crossroads, and I don't know how to proceed from here. I tried to do it the other night when we had sex, but now the uncomfortable feeling I get from doing it combined with the added pressure of doing it for the first time is making it hard. What should I do to try and fix this? Because I really love my girlfriend and want her to be able to enjoy kissing. Signed, Kissing Conscious. I feel like everything about this letter is so sweet. Like, yes, I was going to make a, like a joke. I forget what it was. And then 
And then I was like, just listening to him, he's like, I really want to do this because my I know my girlfriend wants to kiss. And I just want her to be able to like experience this thing that she loves and misses. Oh, and and she's like, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable, so I don't want to do like. So there's so much like love and caring. Oh my gosh, both yes. Parties in this, it's so cute. Uh, I just want to say, go to therapy. And so healthy too. Drinks. Yes, it is. It, there's so much communication there. Mm-hmm. Mm. And respecting each other's ba- boundaries and yes. understanding and, and yeah, I yeah. mean maybe maybe this isn't something that you'll be able to do. Oh, maybe... that was a joke I was gonna make. I was gonna make a joke about um, <laughs> sorry. Remember, uh, in Pretty Women, woman, how mm. she wouldn't kiss because it was too intimate, mm-hmm. and so like she wouldn't kiss uh, as a hooker, as a sex worker. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, and so that's what this made me think of, and then he told the reason, and I was like, well, fuck. You know, I told that joke anyway, so I'm just as bad of a person as I was in the first Well, and now you have to keep it so that yeah. our listeners know that we're human. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, maybe this is something that you, you might not be able to do for a long yeah. time. It's It seems like you have all your other ducks in a row. Yeah. Like, you're intimate, you're... Um, Communicative, communicative, and <laughs> you guys uh, talk to each other and and hold on to boundaries and you know it sounds like you're putting a lot of pressure on something that uh, really I think you can you can take the the gas off like it's mm-hmm. slow down on that enjoy each other and and get some therapy to kind of work through that yes but and I yeah also will say, there are people that don't like kissing. Mm-hmm. And it's not even because they have a, a reason like like this writer does a reason, but like just some people aren't. Don't ever watch the video of kissing from the video is taken from inside somebody's mouth. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell yeah. you, it's uh, it's turned me off kissing a little bit to be honest. <laughs> I saw it years ago and it's still like looming in the back of my mind. I have to just, say, I'm not a huge fan of French kissing. Like, uh, I'm just not. <sighs> I'm just not like maybe if I if you get me like in the mood like if I'm in the present like if I'm right there maybe the hormones are going but otherwise it's kind of on the gross side it's kind of gross and um, yeah yeah I just I, I have in my years somehow accumulated weird facts like if you're French kissing someone that has cavities, you're more likely to get cavities yourself. And things like that. And yeah. so, like, it's all combined. I'm with you. It's not, it's yeah. Not it's, like, thing. if you're dating a smoker, French kissing even becomes even grosser. And Yes. Like, I mean, if you're not a smoker, I'm sure if you're, like, I bet. Oh, if yeah. If you're, you're probably, yeah, that's true. If you're true. a smoker, French kissing another yeah. smoker probably isn't a big deal. But, like, a non-smoker, <sighs> like, there's that. Yeah. Like, what if I, one I smokes menthols and the other smokes... Regulars. Regulars. I don't even know. Or cloves or something. Cloves, yeah. <laughs> I did date a smoker for a while, and he was very um, conscientious about mm-hmm. always having mints and gum. Yeah. So he yeah. Would all, that, so that was helpful. I, was I had a... 16, so I didn't really care. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a friend, Tangent, who was hiding her smoking from her husband. Oh, no! Slash boyfriend. I hear stories like that all the time, and I don't believe that they're real. And she would, before she'd go home from work, I knew her at work, 
before she'd go home from work, she'd go into the girls' bathroom and essentially take like a, a French bath and and uh, put lots of perfume in her hair and make sure to like wash her arms and hands and her face. and. That just feels like too much effort. She stunk like perfume. And I, I could believe- not like be in the same room with her, in a closed room with her, because she stunk like perfume. But yeah. Oh. It just seems like too much effort. Yeah, yeah. I don't, she, she wanted to smoke a cigarette and she didn't want her boyfriend to know, so. But that's way off topic. Yes, way off topic. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I feel like this is something that the person, there are there are specific types of therapies that are oh, yeah. here to help break these mental like connections we They're have. Blocks. Like, co- They're blocks. Cognitive yeah. therapy, I think, mm-hmm. is, what it's, is one of them that, that helps with like actions and, and disconnecting them from emotions you have to them. So that could be something that could be helpful or like mm-hmm. just finding a therapist that like specializes in this type of situation, you know, with like, like um, sexual trauma from childhood and uh, that can help guide you through this. And they'll be able to help you find like what are next steps you can take, what are goals you want to work toward, where you mm-hmm. can, what your steps are, um, if this is something, like like making sure you're doing it for the right reasons, yeah, wanting mm-hmm. wanting to please your girlfriend is a good uh, reason, but like it's you know they'll help you examine that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might be able to work with a sex therapist at some point in time if it gets if after like cognitive therapy or in tandem with it, whatever they recommend. Like, there's solutions to this. Like, there, there's workarounds solutions. and solutions. And much of it is really sort of a gradual reintroduction uh-huh. of kissing. And so when you're not intimate, when you're not like in the physical act, right. like like kiss your partner, just maybe a peck, like not not something not something yeah. sexual, but um, yeah. so there's sort of, and that's the kind of therapy Gradations. you might run into. Gradations. Yeah, like wading into the idea of kiss, kind of getting yourself comfortable with the idea of kissing your partner. And it doesn't, yeah. you don't have to dive in with your tongue sticking out right away. Please you can don't just, do that. Um, right. You yeah, please and, don't. And doing You've this already with, a, like, like they, these are, like, slow steps you can take, but I really think that, like, doing it in tandem with a therapist. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Like, don't try I'm to, just tr- don't, don't, like, I know you're looking for ways to fix it yourself, and um, I really think that having someone there that understands and has your back and can help you navigate emotions as they come up mm-hmm. can be really helpful in this situation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Because, frankly, you don't want to, like, come at this, like, wholeheartedly trying to fix something you think is broken mm-hmm. and and actually cause yourself mentally more harm because you yeah. went at it mm-hmm. the wrong way and then, like, set yourself back. Yeah. Uh, because it sounds like you've made some really great progress, and there's a lot of things here that you can do. And I think you need to just try to enjoy what you have and find someone to work with to expand it. And you know, at, at this point in time, you might need couples therapy with your girlfriend too, because she is sounds like she's reluctant to do something that might hurt you more, which I is totally understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just want to make sure everyone yeah. is all on the same page. And it really, it sounds, uh, it sounds prescriptive. Like, it sounds like you're going to do this at this time with your partner and, and your part. Like, it's a team effort. We're going to get you to kiss <laughs> and a team effort with your partner and a therapist. But 
it's really like if you really want to be able to kiss your partner it, it takes some work because uh, these are some valid barriers and blocks that you 100%. have 100 right i mean 100 you, you've got some scar tissue that you have to kind of cut through and and to reheal and that takes time and effort but you're okay right now i mean you really are okay yeah, communicating with your girlfriend you guys are on the same page she's um, super open with each other considerate about boundaries like yeah uh, there's a lot of great relationship yeah there's a lot of good intimacy going on in here and yeah yeah mm-hmm. i really i'm really happy for you for that yeah for that relationship you have yeah hell it sounds more healthy than half the relationships of people i know right now that are much yeah. older than you and you think would have more experience and and be able to have like use that it sounds like a healthier healthier relationship than some of my friends have hey friends we just wanted to let you know about an event coming up that we're participating in in march that we're really excited about it's the first annual streaming for survivors campaign from the WAVAW Rape Crisis Center in British Columbia. The Rape Crisis Center is the largest sexual assault center in British Columbia. They provide feminist support services to all cis and trans women, trans, non-binary, and two-spirit survivors of sexual assault. They have a caseload of more than 300 survivors, but they have more than 250 survivors on their wait list for counseling service, which are free of charge. This event is raising money for that. It's going to be a three-day event, March 26th through 28th. It's going to bring together streamers, podcasters, comedians, and YouTubers who believe that survivors of sexualized violence deserve access to their free-of-charge support services. We are going to be streaming our podcast March 27th at 4 Mountain Standard Time, 6 Eastern Standard Time. If you already have plans on that Saturday, don't worry. We are recording, of course, and we will be using that recording for an upcoming episode. We will include all of the donation information as well when we repost that episode, so you can donate to support then. And while they're based in Canada, they also provide services here in the U.S. They have a toll-free number that's available for citizens here in the United States and in Canada. We're really excited about this event, and hopefully you'll be able to tune in and... Um, maybe donate a little bit to help them out. Thank you. I can. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Mel? Oh, yeah. you're muted, Mel. Oh, balls. You're muted. Okay. In. There we uh, go. Yeah, no, Perfect. I'm going to get on the Google. Hold on. Oh, Hi. Hey, how's it going? Yo. Hi. Hello. Cheers. Hi. Oh, hello. Hi, Amber. Hello. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I am great. What What are you guys drinking? So I am drinking Malibu and limeade, <laughs> keeping it yeah, tame. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking uh, Crown orange juice and uh, soda water. How, so it's my health disgusting. drink. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good my health for you. Drink. Good for you. It's for like if I have a cold, it. this is what I drink. I'm drinking it right now. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. Don't no. fuck with Jennifer. Um. <laughs> no, don't fuck with me. It's like it's a, like a fuzzy navel without all the sugar. <laughs> I don't like the phrase fuzzy navel, but thank you. Yeah. Navel. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, what are you drinking? I have a margarita. Nice. Nice. I, I was totally thinking about margarita. Oh, is this something you made or was this we something see like? Oh, hi! Oh, hi! Woo-hoo! Both like 
like wearing makeup and look really nice. I know. Well, yeah. We I like. A, we just. Did I didn't even shower today. Video with as Lady Macbeth and Bianca. Um, Got it. Uh, asking for money. Asking yeah. for donations. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But we, yeah. So that's why we look the way that we do. That makes sense. Normally okay. I look like I don't feel shit. so bad. No, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even shower today. I don't. Yeah. Oh, I didn't shower. Yeah. Amber, what are you drinking? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Amber, tell her. her. I'll tell her, boo. I'll tell her. So. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. I'll tell her, boo. <laughs> thank you, babe. Got me this. I love gin. So she got me this like homemade gin making kit. Do your own gin. Oh, yes. So I, it comes with like all of these things that you can add into um, vodka. And so this has like the normal stuff like juniper, but it also has orange peel and lavender and cardamom and hibiscus Ooh. flower. So Amazing. I'm drinking that with um, orange bubble water and orange juice and some lime. Yum. Um, that kind of sounds yeah. like what I'm drinking. Yeah. But, you know. Nope. Yeah. No, it does not. It, it sure it's does. A, it's a hairless nasal is what this sure. one is. See? <laughs> <laughs> Mine has all the hair. Hers <laughs> doesn't have any hair. Chin when I pull down out. a little bit, there's it just yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You gotta take a razor uh, to it, it's tricky. It's true, yeah. I mean, it's little, like, you only it's catch it. It's one of those teeny tiny ones, right? Like, like the face mm-hmm. ones, you gotta because you gotta get in there. You do, yeah. well, yeah, no, it's belly button. <laughs> It's when you're like just sweeping your hand across your chest, and then you catch a hair that's attached to your yep. chin. Yeah, it's like. Uh, I, was, I went to the store today, and I had a hair down my front of my shirt, and I'm like at the cash register trying to be like, "There's a fucking hair! Like, can I reach in my shirt and get this hair mm-hmm. that is? Th- it's the worst. It's so bad. Was it's it attached worse. to your chest though, and or was it just a random hair? Like long curly hair. Oh, so there's yeah. lots of times when yeah. I would pull one of his hairs out of like a sweater that I'm wearing and I, I have to like look around and be like, it's not mine it's not mine my boyfriend's long <laughs> hair is not, and I'm not like pulling it out of my chest or like my, my hips it's, it's like it's like the magic trick nobody asked for yeah everyone yeah, exactly yeah. I never believed in magic what are you doing <laughs> um alright perfect will you two introduce yourselves please yeah tell us who you are why the hell you're here Yes, tell us about <laughs> your theater and the show and anything else you want to tell us about. Sure. Uh, hi, I'm Mel Leach. I am one of the owners and the artistic director of the Three Leeches Theater Company here in Denver. Woo! Yay! Woo, 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 woo! Perfect. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> that's was just like, that's it. Trying, that's period. Bye! Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Amber Irish. I'm um, the other co-owner of... Yeah, <laughs> I'm the other co-owner of The Three Leeches, and um, Kim, one of our fabulous actors, has asked us to be on the show, which is so fun. Thank you so much. We're really excited. And uh, she's, Thanks for coming. Yeah, of course. And she uh, has just performed with us in our last slash first pandemic show. It's called Females of Folly that was written and directed by the fabulous Melissa. And um, it's all about uh, Shakespeare's leading ladies all attending a group therapy session to try and sort their shit out. Because who doesn't have shit to sort out? 
especially in a especially especially in a pandemic. Yes, and Shakespeare. Now, yeah, yeah. This is, of course, if like half of them hadn't died. Yes, in right, a Shakespeare right, yeah. play. Yes, yes. They, yeah, they, like, I played the older, wiser Juliet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she never exists. Yeah, but she, she in my version, take the poison have, because yeah. ain't no guy. Wait, she, she stabbed herself in the end, didn't she? She didn't. It wasn't the poison, right? She stabbed they, herself. I think she was. Didn't yeah, she? Yeah, like, that, she, like she like saw that Romeo poison. was dead, and then she stabbed yeah. herself. She cried. Yeah, she right. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Romeo. No. Yeah. No. And then Jk. Jk. Anybody else hear a whistle? Yes. Nope. Yes. Yes. Okay. As, as long as it's not just me, that's all I care. That's about. you're not insane. There's a whistle. All right. Okay. It's one of the other ladies, uh, obviously. Yeah. It's just me. It's just me whistling into the mic. Um, it's someone's yeah. got a, no. a a nose snot somewhere that's whistling. It's not yeah. like that. It's like a long, like yeah, it's, pecky sound. It's very <laughs> continual. It's probably me. Apologies. Um, yeah, no, we are thrilled to be on the show. Uh, Kim is one of our fabulous actresses that we really enjoy working Woo! with. And whoo, what a who? And uh, we are really, we feel very lucky, I think. Um, the Three Leeches started 11 years ago. And we were like super, oh Amber and I were like tiny babies. I think we were like 22. <laughs> yeah. And we, we just, you know, we're super drunk one night. And, uh, and unhappy as you are. And Amber said to me, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, I want to start my own theater company. And she was like, we're going to do it. And guys, nice. literally a week later, we had a mission statement. We had a website. Mm-hmm. We were up and running. Yeah. Um, and we've just been insanely lucky since then. We work with, uh, Denver has so many talented actors and actresses. I mean, it's the talent is endless, and so we've been really lucky uh, to do a bunch of shows that we love and keep perfecting our art. Um, we're still learning and growing, but we feel very lucky. Yeah, and I think it's oh a gosh, huge opportunity it. to like work with um, with people who also are just trying theater out for the first time, or if they're like, oh. I don't know oh, if beautiful. I have the confidence to do this, and it's like just just try it you know I think that Uh, a lot of times what we find in the the Denver theater scene is that it can be um very exclusive and so it's just nice to you know it's it's always a lot of fun to to you know give people the opportunity to kind of dip their toes in the waters and a lot of times they are really really good they have great instincts they have great perspectives they have a lot of fantastic talent and so it's awesome it's a lot of fun and also just want to sidebar uh in uh, Gasping, a show that we did with Kim, she wore these outrageous, like, seven-inch oh, high, yeah. heel that were, high oh, heels yeah. that were bejeweled that Melissa found on the internet, and she yeah, I did. rocked yeah. the shit out of them. Rocked the shit out <laughs> yes. of them. I loved those so much, I borrowed them for another show. I borrowed I, yeah. them for the wedding singer. Yeah. Which, was, yeah. which was great, because I'm sure as hell never going to wear them, so... Um, <laughs> but you, you would just... It was so funny, because it would be like, you'd say your line, and then we'd hear... Click, 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 clump, 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 as you were, like, trying to fucking move in them. And, uh, I will find a picture, and I will send them to you. Please, I was, ridiculous. I was always so scared that you were going to, like, biff it and break your ankle and, quite honestly, uh, ruin the show. Uh, but <laughs> it was just... Yeah, no, Kim fucking killed it. Kim danced in these, in her other show. That's insane. I did, and... 
we actually changed the choreography because I think I find like I was gonna borrow them from you and I finally was able to get them like right before our first dress rehearsal and I am uh Jenny you've seen the wedding singer so I'm Linda the skanky ex oh yeah oh that's a good role that's a fun role yeah um there's in the song where I'm wearing it it's like my wedding outfit and I'm was supposed to do a huge headbang (laughs) And I did it in those shoes and went oh, no. over the stage, like almost fell, like just trying to stay balanced and not fall over. And we were like, okay, well, that is not going to work. And um, and so we changed the choreo that night so I could wear them for the show oh my because God. They, they were, were so uh, fantastic. They were so perfect. And honestly, yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, uh, those of you who have been listening to Inebriated Input, uh, but Kim is a phenomenal dancer, phenomenal. <laughs> Like Kim, I think is one of the best dancers we work with. Yeah. Uh, I, oh my god. Yeah. 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 She. Yeah. I'm not a dancer. I have to clarify, I'm not a dancer. But we were going to do this musical review, and Kim was going to be in it. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. Boo. But we're still going to do it. We still have plans. Yeah. Boo. But uh, <laughs> it's funny because I choreographed all the dances, but I can't fucking dance. And so uh, Kim was great because I would be like, you know what I want. You know, you do the count. Everybody. Wa-. I was like, everybody watch Kim. Just watch she did do that a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I was so like, funny because, <laughs> yeah, uh, I just was thinking, I was singing Good Morning Baltimore from, um, from. Hairspray. Hairspray, thank you. And I bounced so much in that, like in the song while dancing, I would be like, they'd be like, let's do it again. I'm like, I need five. I can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> the fact sing, that you I can't can, breathe. <laughs> guys, the fact that you can dance and sing at the same time blows right? me away. Amber and I are not singers no. and we were going to do one song, a comedic yeah. song, thank God. Mm-hmm. And uh, and man, oh man, we barely moved and it still sucked. So. <laughs> it was a trifecta there. I have to, I do have to mention that I remember when Kimberly moved to Denver and she found, you can, you can um, add to this, Kimberly, but I remember you had difficulty getting into the Denver um, music and, and theater arena did, and so you yeah. start you you tried to access it through improv and i yeah, so when you improv, when you yep. spoke about being more accessible to like non-professionals and and having that sort of artistry opened up to to someone who doesn't have a an an ma in, in theater like this, I, I just i thought of kimberly trying to make it in denver and and the the hard yeah, work she had to do in order to to get any sort of access to what she really wanted, which was musical theater. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really uh, great to have theaters that are willing to, you know, like, be open to um, to beginners, you know, because not a, everyone has to begin somewhere. Yes. And I think uh, also, great. you know, our mission statement for such a long time, we wanted to just do theater that had a very small budget. So it was always theater under $1,000, which at this point can barely get you a performance space for, you know, one, a one weekend run of shows, which is, which is crazy. And so we're very lucky that the performance space that we use, they're super flexible. They are, um, they're really encouraging for us to bring our vision and our art to their community. So that's really awesome. Um, and that, that I'm going to cut in really quick. That's the Stapleton, uh, Stapleton, M- MCA. Uh, MCA, that's mm-hmm. what they're called. Yeah. yeah, the Stapleton MCA, and so we're very grateful to them. Yeah, and they are always doing all sorts of events for their community and their um, their neighborhoods. So I think that, yeah, 
absolutely. It's a, it's a huge opportunity. Um, but yeah, thanks, Jennifer. I, you know, I think we, it, it's funny because we are lucky when we find gems of performers like Kim. And then on the other hand, sometimes we find people who, oh no, you're good. Um, but we also get like people who audition for us who, we have one guy who like, oh, like did an audition and he was like, I perform in front of the television all the time. So I am like, <laughs> oh God. Also, I have a YouTube video that has gone viral. It has 46 views. Guys, we're, like, we're, <laughs> awesome. we're not even kidding. Like that's got to uh, and, that, that's, and then we were like, Can that's we just got to keep you going, though. Like, he takes a piece of paper out of his pocket and unfolds it. And he's like, no way that this was the day that that you were saying we were supposed to do the thing. And he yep. was just, he was ah. just not, he was, he had a lot of growth potential. Oh, God. <laughs> Howdy, it's Jennifer. And I got to tell you about these straws from Surfside Sips. I'm smitten. A family-owned business, Surfside Sips creates beautifully hand-grafted glass straws. These are made out of the same durable glass as Pyrex. So, easy to clean and hard to break. A must for this lazy and clumsy lady. My favorite part is that Surfside Sips ship using all recyclable materials. Super eco-friendly and for this Midwesterner, minimal guilt. Check out these straws at surfsidesips.com and use coupon code inebratedinput, all one word, for 20% off. Uh, um, all right. Okay. Ew, okay. Okay. Push it. I am yeah. so. I Jennifer know. is too. So how does this work? I am so. too. I don't. I don't fucking care. I'm. I'm. I'm invested. Okay. Let's do oh, it. Oh, good. Got it. So what this work? How this will work is, um, if you guys don't want to read, that's fine. We can. But we like. Yeah, we can read. read I'm a little too drunk to read at this point. So basically, like Mel, you'll read that first one, and then you'll read it, and then we will all give our advice and our input, and then Amber will read the second one, and we'll all give our advice and input. All right. I'm ready. Love it. I'm ready. All right. My best friend of five years and I have always been really close. We called each other's person, hung out at least once a week, and even started a big creative project together. After about a month of not seeing her, we met up for lunch, and she admits that she's been avoiding me. I asked why, and she said she had been mad at me about some comments I made about her boyfriend. Very confused, I asked her what it was about, and she repeated some awful comments that her parents had said to me. I didn't think it was my place to tell my friend what her mom had said because it would hurt her and cause a fight. Most irritatingly, her parents told her that all the nasty things that they had said about her boyfriend were said by me. I was their scapegoat. While at lunch, she confronts me. I've talked to my friend about her boyfriend in a concerned-about-you-friend way, but it is her life, and I just want to be there for her when she needs me. I have never said anything bad about her boyfriend behind her back. She thought it was strange that her mom had been bugging her about her boyfriend and motivating him to get a job. We left on the same page, and she was going to talk to her family. Somehow, that night, our friendship unraveled, and she is back to thinking I am lying because her family won't admit what they did. She tells me she needs space to think about what she wants, and she doesn't want to talk about it. Now I'm heartbroken and sitting in limbo about whether somebody wants me in their life. I was so unbelievably close to her and her family. What do I do when she won't even talk to me? Signed, Heartbroken Scapegoat. 
God, I oh. love having actors on. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, was, just, that was that was very guys, that was like, very dramatic. Thank you. Reading's one of my only skills. This one. And, yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> no, like I was like, she read this in such a way that, um, like it was a little disjointed written, and Mel read it in a way that made it make acting. Sense. No, she used she used all the commas <laughs> and quotations appropriately. Thank and yes. as an editor, I really well, appreciate that. That's how that. I talk, is in weird, stinted, like, <laughs> pieces. So it's perfect. I was like, yeah, no, I get this. Um, yeah, and I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but, like, my gut reaction Please is, do. it's hard, but fuck your friend. I mean, if you guys have been friends yep. for that long, yep. you've been friends for that fucking long, <sighs> then, <sighs> and, like, and she wasn't yeah, no, you. like, fuck off, right? Um, I think... Also, what's wrong with her family? A lot, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think... Who hasn't learned not to distrust their family at this point? Like, I Right. I feel like she even said, like, her, the mom is... Um, the mom has been bugging her about her boyfriend anyways, right? So there's evidence there right. that would say that the friend is being honest, that the mother came up with these opinions. But the friend should be like, well, what evidence do I have that... Uh, sorry, the friend who has the boyfriend should be like, what evidence do I have that my friend would say these things? If the friend is telling it to us straight, then there would be no evidence for it. Right. And, right. like, doesn't this right. seem like the precursor to, like, a terrible breakup? And then, like, the like the friend calls, like, Melissa, no, Melissa, whoever, you know, she's like, ah, oh, this is shitty and blah, 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 blah. Why did you say this? But, like, she, like, calls her back and she's like, oh, my God, this is so terrible and yeah. it's just a bad breakup and I couldn't tell it was gonna happen yeah it's like bitch yes you could yeah yes you could nobody yeah, really it. could what is going on right. right yeah I would I like I just I just feel like there's something seriously like she was the, the letter writer was like this is my best friend she was my person I was super close with her family too and then her fa- her friend's family all throw her uh-huh. under the fucking bus because yep. they're too much of a coward to tell their own opinions yeah. 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 about well, it. So instead of like they're they don't want to risk their own relationship, so they're gonna break off one of their daughter's best friendships that uh, was a good support yeah. for her because they're afraid of it. So like you're not doing like I just don't get it. You were actively hurting your child here. Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, I just don't. And understand. you make a good. Just, you make a good oh. point, Kim, because. Quite honestly, it's not fuck the friend. It's fuck that friend's family, right? Because yeah. as the friend, I try to put myself in their shoes. Like, it would be very hard. It's so hard to detach yourself from family, right? Um, right. It just is. Even when somebody's in a really toxic relationship with their family, that's your family. Um, and right. so mm-hmm. it would be hard. And you probably don't expect your family to just blatantly lie to you. So, yeah, so exactly. I retract, sorry, friend. I retract what I said, uh, although get your shit together. And I think, but I do think, you know, this friend's family is bad. Yeah. yeah. It's just, fair. it's yeah. just too bad that, that you like, you open yourself up to this family and they just tear it out of you. They, they shit on you. They use you as a scapegoat as she calls it. Yep. Like. That's just too bad. God, what? How heart wrenching. Yeah. Like, uh, and, like and the, it, it would be like if Kimberly's family, who love to feed me, they love to feed me. <laughs> and they love you. Yeah, they, they love, love you, me. And, and then they're like, well, uh, well, Jennifer hates 
uh, Kimberly's boyfriend, so we're going to say awful things about her. Yeah, it's Like, sad. I can't it's even sad. imagine destroying that kind of relationship. But, like, there, there's more, that. there's more, like, there's the mother relationship, there's a the father, there, there's a fam, familial relationship there that they've completely destroyed. Well, I, I, because they don't want to, they don't want to say, hey, we don't like your boyfriend. And, right. oh, right. God, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. And it's not even that they're say that they would be saying, oh, because Jennifer doesn't like Chase, we're going to tell Kim. It's, we don't like Jesus' analogy because my family loves you. Yes, and my husband yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love everybody. But, yeah, I'm but awesome. it would be like my my mom being like, I fucking hate Chase and wish my daughter, like you. And that, <laughs> then come to me and said, and said, uh, we love Chase, but Jennifer hates him. And these yeah, are yeah, all yeah, the awful yeah, yeah, yeah. things yeah. she said. And then we would oh. not have like, a podcast. Uh, and so for, yes. for, the, for the friend who did write this letter, the scapegoat, uh, I would just say cut your losses and run because unfortunately, yeah. even oh, if it's not God. the friend, that relationship is toxic. So yes. cut your losses sad. and fucking run for the hills. Oh, God. It's so sad. It's yeah. so sad. Because you put so much, like, they gave me so much food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and look, then look. they turn on me. Like I just I I really I really liked their fruit loops. Yeah, I'm saying like, if food was know. if food was on the line, I'd be giving different advice, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't even sound like they feed this woman. So run for the goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah, no. no. So no, what's, not... what's the point? What does she get from it? Nothing. Nothing. Right. A hollow friendship. Yes. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yep. I feel like this friend is a giver. And so yeah, you do, do. like it, you do find yourself when you're in a giving position to not to not be in the receiving position so often. So you do mm-hmm. like but, um, if you you are a giver, then sometimes somebody's not going to give you back, and that's hard. It hurts. It does. It hurts. Yeah. It is hard. Yeah. It is hard because I think a lot of times people who are givers expect the people they interact with to also be givers. Yeah, and oftentimes they attract people who are tinkers, and so it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, if 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 I know if I know someone's a taker, I'm like, okay, the way that I interact with them is going to be completely different, and that's okay because it's a it's a personal like I have to kind of protect myself and my emotional yeah. mm-hmm. investment and all of that stuff. But like, ugh, it it sucks. It sucks being in any sort of capacity oh God, with a, yes. a giver and a taker. Like, you work. want to be a giver. So you true. want to be somebody, a good person. Mm-hmm. But you, at okay. some point, you have to protect yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where this listener is, this writer is at. All right. And plus, I thought you two, since you guys are such great friends and we're such great friends, that it was a good friend. It is. Don't keep, I mean, it don't keep those people in your lives. Don't keep those people in your lives. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have a best I feel like it always takes women like a lot, or I guess I don't know. It takes people a long time to figure out like what their boundaries look like. They're yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, what is what is me repeating a negative, destructive pattern in trusting people or whatever yeah. versus like giving people the opportunity to change truly? Right. You know, we learn that as we get older. We do. Fuck, yeah. Sometimes with a young person, you're like. This might not ever change, and they're like, "I'm young. I can never be hurt. It's fine." Mm-hmm. And then they are heartbroken, and it's terrible. It's well, like, and yeah. and we, uh, I know I keep gushing about how great Amber is, but she is. And I think it took finding somebody in your life who isn't that friend, mm-hmm. like in my twenties, 
I had so many shitty female friends, uh, but I kept them around because I thought, well, this is what friendship is. Uh, and I think, I think Absolutely. on the flip side, I also wasn't a great friend to them. I would like to put that out there, but uh, I think in when I'm when Amber and I finally started hanging out, I just realized how easy friendship can be. And I think when yes. you have found that, you can't go back to the other bullshit. Really? So I mean, what that. is what is girl friendship? Sorry, Kimberly. What is what is girl friendship? But cheerleaders, people who cheer you on. Yeah. Like and it's yeah. just that's it. That's that's like I yeah. I oh, never ever you worry it? that Amber is talking about me to somebody in a negative way. Yeah. Ever. I never it I was gonna say it never, I'm always talking about you in a very positive way. <laughs> yeah. I know a girl. I know. <laughs> but it never crosses know, my mind. Amber and I just met and she's already sending me texts about how awful you are. <laughs> yeah, she has. <laughs> I like I can't believe you said that about that's her. A, oh that's my her God. asking for help. You delete him right what now. What does she smell like? Uh, what? <laughs> I uh but no, right? Like it's like I lived in my twenties in fear of all the shit. My female friends. Oh my god! Yes, I wasn't there. And oh my god! Yes. And now it's like. And can I say that about relationships in general? Yeah. Like, like I hear people that are like, marriages are so much work, and Chase and I are like, our relationship is like the easiest fucking relationship we've ever. So that's nice. Like you get like that's. Yeah, I I don't date. I don't date, so I don't know what that's like. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Kimberly made a sacrifice to the to Capricorn, and so that's why. I'm doing a couple yeah. extra virgins. Yeah, like, I couple already had the virgins. virgin thing going on for skin care, yeah, but I yeah, do a couple yeah. extra virgins. That's what you gotta do. Worth it. Shall shall we move on to the next question? Yeah, I think yes. I need one more drink and then Oh, okay. uh, I just hit my tooth real hard with my glass and I hate it. Oh no, are you okay? I hate it. I know, happens. it makes me feel like I, I have always giant worry that my teeth has this. No, you don't. Your teeth are perfect. They're so cute. <laughs> Your face is perfect. No. I say that out of love. Great. <laughs> um, Amber, you want to read there? Yeah, yeah. Let, oh, that's yeah, a segue into let's stop talking to Jennifer. Okay. <laughs> we love you. All right. We do. Oh, I'm so in love with you guys. Um, okay. So, guys, <laughs> I am meeting my boyfriend's family soon. He has a three-year-old niece. I'm the youngest in my family. I have very little experience with kids. And I'm, I admit that I'm really intimidated because, of course, I want her to like me. Um, he says she's super sweet, which I don't doubt. But I just feel totally out of my element. I don't know how to talk to a kid. How do I do it? I want to make a good impression, and I just don't know how to interact with children. Signed, toddler trepidation. Just, like just push him over. Your bigger established dominance. <laughs> Yes, establish dominance. Establish dominance real quick. Push them over. Sit on What the fuck are they going to do? Sit on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I personally like to repeat whatever they say. So when they say, like, uh, the mushrooms are invading my bedroom, you just say, like, oh, my gosh, the mushrooms the are invading mushrooms your bedroom? The mushrooms are invading your bedroom? That's yeah, exactly what, what is going do. on there? That's it. Uh, and they continue the story, and it's just it, that's a way to connect. That's really you just you 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 pretend that the world does not exist, and you just in, like put yourself in their world, and they're like you're the awesomest person in the world. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I work yeah, with kids it. for a living, and 
My big thing is uh, speak to them like they are a tiny adult. I think kids really appreciate yeah. that, like not bullshitting and doing a cutesy voice. Um, and I think you're right, Jennifer. It's it's repeating back to them, like engaging with them, right? Uh, that makes them feel heard. It makes them feel important. Um, and and kids can understand. Kids can understand so much that more than we give them credit for. They're able to have like good, solid conversations. Um, it just talk to them like a mini adult. They're smarter than yeah. probably most of the adults you know. Gosh. Yeah. They just want to be yeah. part of the conversation too. They just yeah. Right. They they they're like they want to be treated like an adult, and so if you treat them like their ideas are cool, and interesting, and they are and fascinating, and yeah, they're usually more. Interesting I than have adult to say, ideas. I'm more entertained by children than I am by adults. So I find this question a little like, um, it's obvious. You just like <laughs> talk to them. And yeah. have a conversation with them. They're cool. Like, well, kids are cool. And a very important thing is never show fear. They can smell fear. Don't do it. So go never in. Fear. Go in feeling solid. They yeah. just they just want to have a cool conversation. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my god. And they want to bring them candy. Bring her some candy uh, on your way. Like stop and get some like cheap. Like get her some nerds and and a sucker, and she'll love you. Bring her candy to start. Okay. Start off in the if right If you want her parents then, to hit you, but okay, Kimberly. Yeah. My uncle, when he would visit, he would always stop at the at Don's party store and bring me candy, a little like a bit, a bag of candy, and I loved it. And it was just a sweet little thing he did. Oh. It was so fun, and I still remember it. So be that aunt. Bring candy for the kids yeah. and booze for the adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and don't confuse the, the two. Yeah, do not mix. Then you'll the have two. very bad adults. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or if you confuse the two, just leave early so you don't have to deal leave. with Leave. Yes. <laughs> that's fine. I like that. Just slow, slowly shuffle out. Get out. Be like, oh, out. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, got, I gotta shovel my, yeah. my car yeah. out of my driveway. Irish goodbye. Just get out of like, here. Oh, no, man. I got, just fucking peace mm, out. Oh, I got my, to my shift. <laughs> Bye. You know, I, I will say that this, um, for whatever reason, this question reminds me of like, I don't know if you guys are on TikTok, but apparently the young ones on TikTok which means everyone born in like 2000 or Shut later, up. they're like, Shut up. so yeah. here's can they the vote that yet? Uncool. Because I don't care Number about them one, they can vote. Uh, a side part is uncool. Number two, yeah, skinny perfect. jeans are uncool. Fuck these and I'm bitches. like, Guys, it took me like, it took me five years to embrace skinny jeans. Me? So I can't. Yeah, we just go got back. here, man. I am now stuck. No. Also, <laughs> just... like, as women, you know, it's just. Feels nice to like have clothes that are finally built for everybody's size that like embrace the shape. Like that's always nice because yeah. for a long time yeah, like, we really didn't have that. Really yeah, fucking good. And also, some of us with real big heads that are like lopsided really can benefit from a side part. A center part makes us look like ogres. Your okay? head is perfect. No. You never change. You you no, are no. delusional, and I love you so much for it. Thank you so much. You are perfect. I love it. But, stupid bitch. but like I think about that. Of like, you know, to like those kind of kids, those kind of young people, it's like, what's the lamest thing? It's somebody who tries to like, be like, hey man, I'm 46, I got a center part, and I wear mom jeans that have holes in them. Yeah. What's up? I'm on TikTok, check me out, you know? Yo, yo, and I, like I know Inger. Really, yeah, and I feel like yeah. even really young kids are like, they, they get vibes, they're like, they, they don't like hard. fake people. Yeah, like you're pandering to fake me, people. clearly. Yes. 
paper. Yeah, kids, I try, to tell, like, I try to tell my teachers the same thing. Kids can tell when you're being disingenuous. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they will pounce. And then they become disingenuous with you. Yeah. And that's all they do. Yeah. And then it just I, uh, back and forth. Love this. Okay, does that answer... Hmm? Not that I wanted to stop what? this conversation, but does that answer the question? What was the question again? Treat them like an adult. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah they they appreciate yeah. that, right? Yeah. Yeah, like their uh, ideas are free. awesome. They their whole life to change their opinion about you. Yep. Let them show it's you their toys. No matter what. And kids, like, kids appreciate know. honesty. And, and kids are entertaining. Jesus. Like, their imagination is awesome. Like, just hang out with them. Oh, I love... And let yeah. them lead the way. Let them lead the way. I love little kids. And, I love them. Uh, I agree. So and I think, like, when I was a kid, the, the most, um, the people who I liked most encouraged me in having an imagination and didn't, yes. they didn't, like, stifle me. They weren't, like, be quiet, behave, stop. They were the ones who asked yeah, me questions to, to expand yeah. my world. Yeah, yeah, they were the ones who were like, oh, what does that mean? What mushrooms are you trying? What is the what do the mushrooms in your bedroom look like? And I'm like, let me tell you what these fucking mushrooms look like. Yeah, I'm not on acid, but I will tell you. Like yep. Yes. Yep. Like. Yep. Kimberly <laughs> had giants in her bedroom in her closet. I did. Yes. I did. No, they were in, they were in the they weren't in the closet. They were in the laundry room, which was off my. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's there. right. That's like, right. I thought there were giants there to the point that. Um, at night, I would make my mom leave the light on in the laundry room because that way when I woke up in the morning and it was off, if the light was off, it would prove that there were giants there because they would need to turn the light off to go to sleep. That's very That's sweet. Wait, Kimberly, I had solid to, logic. I, solid logic. I had to sit outside 100%. your bedroom yeah. until you fell asleep. Do you, do you know well, that? I, I had remember? to sit outside your bedroom until you fell asleep. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to sit outside your bedroom. I believe it. I believe it, but... I had a very yes. active imagination. I thought I thought homeless people lived in our closets. I uh, homeless. That more then, then they wouldn't have been homeless. People. Yeah, <laughs> they had closetists. <laughs> they, they were closetists. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that morphed as I got older. I'm too. just saying. People were breaking in in the middle of the day when we weren't there. That's, and they were hiding that's in creepier. our closets that's and waiting creepier. for us to go to which sleep. Which is kind of which is the terrifying that's nightmare that so I have. I'm going to say right now uh, yes. that you and Melissa need to just have like a like a, a moment to compare creepy memories and imaginatory <laughs> situations as children because Melissa has she tells me like very lighthearted. She's like, oh my god, when I was a kid, I used to sleepwalk and I would do this, this and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. No. Look, people. <laughs> me too. I, I love I you so much. Too. You're flawless and but perfect, yeah. but also your psyche is a little bit difficult. Oh, it's sometimes fucked. For me it to is. Connect to. Uh -huh. Yep. To connect no. to. That's no, I stressed my parents out quite a bit because I was never here on this earth. Um, but yeah, <laughs> and I still sleepwalk, uh, sleep talk, which is not great. Uh, you know, I mean, I would like to say it's endearing, but I think when uh, you wake up to somebody screaming bloody murder, it's not. And yeah. I'm asleep, so I feel okay about it. But uh, I've been yeah. told it is uh, unappealing. So is it, this is why the single ladies. It's, woo, woo, single it's ladies. great. It's woo, great because woo. Amber. So Amber and I take a lot of trips together. Shocking. Uh, I love it. My favorite. Time. Amber and I take at least one trip a year together, um, and everybody always thinks we're together. Um, it might have been because last time we went to wine country and stayed at a romantic inn together that didn't even have a TV because <laughs> she was supposed to enjoy each other's company. <laughs> 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 
such a great thing. We went, we, it was like, um, it was in wine country and we bought a, a bread crab, a crab shaped into the, it looks like a form of a crab, uh-huh. a, just mm-hmm. a bread loaf. And uh-huh. we, we carried uh-huh. that crab around. We ate it every single morning together with jam on the porch of this beautiful little hotel we were staying at. Uh-huh. I don't know why anyone thought we were uh, lesbians, especially when we did like the mud bath together. Oh, I, God. So weird. <laughs> so mud you, can't, you can't eat a crab loaf without being lesbian. I don't yeah. know. Well, we, I, I, don't, I don't know how you get around intimate. that. A crab you loaf very without being intimate. lesbian. First... The first real night we were there, we went to this fancy dinner thing, this fancy dinner party. So beautiful. Uh, it was awesome. So nice. And it was like a community table. You bought a seat, and then this chef came out and talked <sighs> about their food, and it was amazing. But Amber and I go there. It's a community table, so we have people we don't know around us. And um, one of the guys who we're talking to, we made friends with these two older couples. And one of the guys mm-hmm. finally goes, so how long have you two been together? And oh. we start laughing and we're like, no, we know what this looks like. But unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, we're both heterosexual. Um, and then they're like, and then they and gave his, us. A, sorry, go ahead. No. And his wife, who looks just like Christina Applegate. I will oh God, say, gorgeous, she, gorgeous. she beautiful, stunning, perfect. Yeah. She's like Simon, her husband. She's like, Simon, stop. They're not together. And then she turns to me and she was like, but if you were two hottest lipstick lesbians I've ever seen in my whole life. And I was like. <laughs> Right, right. And then it's like, and then they, then they offered to drive us home, and they were like, "Where are you staying?" And we're like, "At that romantic inn where they only have a, a double bed and no TV and candles." Yeah. <laughs> like, that's where we're perfect. staying. Um, it was so fun. It yeah, was so that was fun. that was one of our best trips. Perfect. Well, um, Mel and Amber, yes. thank you so much for joining. Thanks us. for having us. This was fun. Oh my so god, so much fun. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah, yeah, you guys were you're great. I love working with you here, oh. and I really um, I appreciate you coming on. This was so like so much fun. I just say the same thing over and over again because it's so true. You, <laughs> you're you're you guys are really awesome. You introduced me so great. Yeah, you, you yeah so, you so introduced so me Thank to these, all the, all these awesome people, and then I I never see you guys again. So I would really well, like to see you guys but again. You can come and visit, and you'll get to meet some of them. Yeah. So whenever you come and visit Yes, again. please. <laughs> um, thank you for having us, guys. Thanks for listening to us thank tell you. stupid yes. stories. Uh, and Oh, God, it was so great. You guys are wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. We are wonderful. Oh, I'm wanna... so glad you've noticed. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything you want to promote, like the, the social media of the yeah. theater or anything Say like that? Say those dot coms. Yeah, you can find yeah. us on Facebook, The Three Leeches mm-hmm. Theater Company. Mm-hmm. We also have Instagram, also, The Three Leeches. Be weird if it wasn't. And um, and then we also, uh, like we said, we have a website, uh, com. We're real creative. Absolutely. And then once the show is up, which will hopefully, I think it'll be up by the time we air this, um, I'll sh- I'll share the link um, on our Facebook page and stuff, too, so people can find it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be amazing. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. You guys are so wonderful. I love you. Yep. Jennifer was so nice. Yes. Bye, Thank you so much for listening to Inebrated Input. I'm Kim. And I'm Jennifer. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us so other people can find us. If you didn't, then bugger off. JK, we like constructive feedback. Feel free to tell us. <laughs> and please, 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 please send us 
send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions, and we promise that we will keep your name out of it. <laughs> okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebriatedinput.com. If you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon, where we have cool swag as thank yous. Okay. okay. Thanks. thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.